0: What Radio, the music you want. With your host, Keyes Dan. Don't do anything stupid. Radiowhat.com. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with Radiowhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in, in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the Radiowhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time now. And today on the program, I get to complete the set the action figures of the Bad Habit Band. I've been talking to the other members of the Bad Habit Band. I talked to Zachary Smith and I talked to the Bennett Boys, Jack and Sam Bennett. And today, yeah, the final action figure in the collection, Caleb Hatley. I get to speak to him. All I know is he's the bassist, man, and he's got cool sunglasses. And we're going to know a little bit more about Caleb Hatley. Coming up this week, my DJ shows uh, tomorrow night. It's Wednesday right now. So tomorrow night, Thursday, May 23rd, I'll be at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas, from six to nine for the karaoke video dance party. Yeah, karaoke. If you've never sang karaoke, it's your night. Bring the whole family. It's family friendly. Right there at the Old Post in Russellville, Arkansas. Great food, man. Oh, they always send me home with chicken wings or some kind of barbecued meat. Um, yum, yum. I eat good. So, (laughs) and then on Friday, oh, the regular show at the Rab. I'm there every Friday night for the most part. That's May 24th, the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Video dance party, karaoke jam, full bar. This is an adult show. Yep. All the kiddies under 21. I'm sorry. So, yes, full bar. Kitchen is open. Pool tables. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. Friday nights. And then Saturday. Yeah. I definitely got to tell you about the Saturday show. That's a benefit. And everyone's invited. It's in Conway, Arkansas. And it's the, uh, uh, the Brookside Fiesta. And that's May 25th from 10 to 3 in the p.m on saturday may 25th and it's over at the conway ministry center in conway arkansas 701 polk street conway arkansas let me read the details here Join the families of Brookside for a Mexican fiesta to celebrate and share with you their Mexican heritage, culture, and food. Fresh tamales, tacos, empanadas, and homemade flour tortillas will abound as you and your family enjoy the music of the traditional mariachi Jalisco and the famous Leticia Reta Ballet Quetzali folkloric dancers, Isaac Wagera, Frida Auction. Come learn more about our neighbors to the south as you feast in support of our Brookside neighbors. Now, Brookside is a community on Oak Street in Conway, Arkansas, and it's a trailer park, and they're being evicted. At the end of June, they got to be out, done. 108 families, or I don't know, somewhere over 100 families are being evicted from Brookside's trailer park in Conway on Oak Street. So be there. Come on out to the Brookside Fiesta from 10 to 3 at the Conway Ministry Center. All right, party people, I made you wait long enough. Let's give a chit-chat to Caleb Hatley of the Bad Habit Band, Little Rock's Bad Habit. All right, party people, calling Caleb Hatley now. Now. Caleb Hatley, please. Speaking. Oh, ¿Quieres hablar en español?
1: Agreed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> si quieres, podemos hablar en español. This is Keys Dan from the What Makes You Famous podcast. How is uh-huh. your day, Caleb Hatley? It's been a
1: strange be- day, but I mean, it's, it's it's going.
0: I like strange days because that uh, means they're filled with stories, and I have time to fill, and I want to fill it with knowledge from you i want to know about caleb hatley the fourth and final member of bad habit to make it to the what makes you famous podcast what did you do today that made it so strange Mm.
1: uh i've been home all day usually i'm out and doing stuff today i've actually gotten to just sit down and you know talk with friends play games with friends
0: Okay, so that's unusual that you're usually Mm -hmm. out and about. You're you're a traveling man out there Mm -hmm. in the world learning things. As of lately, yes. Okay, all right. But what made you stay home today?
1: Just didn't have any plans. Just got to stay home.
0: All right, but you say you play with friends. Do you play online? Mm -hmm, I play Xbox online. Xbox. Man, the only gaming system that I don't have in front of me. (laughs) PS3, PS4, Wii U, Switch. Uh, a nintendo knockoff with 600 games but no (laughs) i don't have an xbox
1: yeah i listened to the podcast yesterday with jack and sam you did and uh mm -hmm, i was laughing at that i was like the only console
0: yeah yeah (laughs) but do i have time to play any games no not really words with friends on my phone maybe Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about the only thing that I get to to waste time with. Uh, other than that, I get to have good conversations with people on this podcast. And that's speaking of good people, Caleb Hatley, I hear you, Aww. good people. You're too nice. Did you just say where are I hear good people? I hear you're good people.
1: Mm. Are you asking like who the, who they are?
0: No, no, no. I hear that you are good people.
1: Yep, that went straight over my head. Okay. Why, thank you. You're a good person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're a good poison, sir. Yes, you oh, are. Why,
1: thank you. Why, thank you.
0: <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> so you woke up this morning, and <laughs> what time was that?
1: Um, Around 9 or 10. I slept
0: in today. Nice. I'd like to sleep in. That would be a good thing. So, <laughs> That'd be right. a good day. And so how old are you? 17. And still in school? Mm-hmm turning
1: i hey. uh, i'm becoming a senior as of august hey. or whenever i get my whenever i get my you know the report card
0: okay all right uh, is, is report card looking good it, it's gonna be oh a, yeah is it gonna be good news it is it oh is. yeah okay. all right <laughs> mom and dad <laughs> what do they do
1: uh my dad is an insurance adjuster he used to be a radio he used to do stuff on the radio and uh he used to be on news channels
0: what kind of stuff but, on radio what kind of stuff
1: uh sports he would uh he was a broadcast announcer i think at the twisters games that's cool back in the day
0: gang man how long ago was (laughs) that
1: uh 2009 2010 around that time
0: very cool back well okay 2009 2010 i was working at sports 93.3 the source in little rock arkansas and i know nothing about sports (laughs) <laughs> I was working with uh, with Pat Bradley and, and Clint Sterner, their former Razorbacks, and then I was working with Michael Smith, another former Razorback, and uh, working with uh, uh, other newscasters and broadcasters, so I learned a little bit of something, but really all I was doing was pr- producing the show, adding a little music in the background, mm-hmm. and making sure that their mic levels were up, so I was an engineer of sorts yeah that sounds like fun and every well every once in a while they'd let me let me get on the air because they, they knew that i was an on-air personality in miami and so excellent news all right where where were you born let's start there mr caleb uh, hatley
1: um topeka kansas what? but i was born i was born there and about three months after i was born we moved to arkansas we and we we moved around places mainly in little rock and sherwood we had we had a bunch of different houses but we eventually settled down on the
0: edge of sherwood now is this dad with the insurance adjusting that he was adjusting all over the country or was this uh one Mm -hmm. of mom's jobs
1: this is before all the insurance adjusting that's a primarily new job
0: okay for him so what did dad do that he had to move around
1: uh i think he got a job up in kansas yeah if i remember correctly and uh so we all moved up there just for his job. Well I, I don't remember the exact story why we moved back. I'm sure. not sure if he you were just a wee quit. <laughs> mm-hmm
0: Alright, so what does mom do?
1: Mom is a musician. She what? plays piano. She does she's a really good singer. Her and my older sister, they both they're both able to do like opera stuff. So they get gigs around. My mom does side jobs and stuff like Grubhub, not sponsored. You, and um, yeah.
0: you, you know <laughs> you're allowed at, to promote her if she wants to be promoted.
1: Oh, yeah. Leanne Hatley. Get her on Grubhub. <laughs> but
0: she Hatley. also, check it out.
1: During, during the school year, she will work at UALR. Okay. For I'm not 100% sure what she does, but I know she teaches students, helps them. Yeah, you know, she's just a piano player around there.
0: This is leading me to believe that uh, that musicianship and and the the like is hereditary. It's definitely mm-hmm. genetic. It and, is. And does dad sing or play any music or at all?
1: He played trumpet in college and after that he just nothing really musical.
0: Come on. What kind of music does but, dad like? Oh,
1: uh Mainly rock, metal, all that good stuff.
0: Rock, metal. Are you ready to rock? Does he know mm-hmm. how to put the finger sign up? But if he's doing rock, as opposed to oh yeah, as opposed Definitely. to I love you, yeah, you know, got to got to bring that thumb in, so it's rock. If you put mm-hmm. that thumb out, it's I love you. You gotta- yeah, he's
1: a concert goer. When he goes to concerts, he gets going. Yeah, and he definitely puts up the rock sign.
0: Has to put the rock sign. Very cool. Very cool. So dad's a rocker, and mom's a musician, and and you have uh, one sister,
1: two sisters, and a brother.
0: Okay, and the one sister, the older sister, is opera.
1: <laughs> she does all sorts of singing jobs. Wow.
0: What? Is, what's her name? Who's
1: Kira Kira Hatley?
0: Kira Hatley. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. And have you ever done anything with them? Have you ever jammed with with the mom and and the siblings?
1: Uh, Other than Guitar Hero and Rock Band, nothing more than
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) Dig it. Dig it. All right. And then uh, what are the other – okay, that was the older sister, Kira. Mm -hmm. Uh, any, Any other siblings? You said a brother and a sister?
1: I have my older brother who just graduated. His name's Christian. Yeah. He works at UPS at the moment
0: dig it yeah. nice. excellent mm-hmm. delivery guy and ups is a great job oh my goodness oh they, yeah they get uh, i think they top out at 35 an hour big time mm-hmm. excellent oh yeah is he doing the, the courier service or is he on the on the deck right. he's on the
1: deck he uh loads the trucks right now
0: yeah yeah you I'm gotta work to get your promoted. way up you know no you definitely have to work your way up in that job that that company's been around since 1908 and oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> big time anyway mm-hmm. all right ups and then the other sibling
1: mm-hmm. next in line's me and then then there's my little sister who's currently going into 10th grade oh excellent Sylvan
0: hills excellent good student mm-hmm. all right a's all and b's right. a's and b's top two excellent oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so did you where did you go to school
1: uh i went to holy souls up till fourth grade Holy and then i
0: uh, Where's Holy uh moved, Soul's at?
1: it's over by catholic high in that area little rock
0: oh okay and then mm-hmm.
1: uh, after that i i've gone to sylvan hills ever since
0: sylvan hills now that is an actual school because i've always thought of that as like a tutoring place Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's it, an actual school it is an actual school now what's the difference between sylvan hills and any other school is it a private school it's a public school. A public school. Silver. Holy Hill. Souls was a private school. Holy Souls. Okay. Now, did you notice a difference between the two different curriculums? Uh, uh, I guess Holy Souls is a Catholic school? Mm-hmm. It,
1: went, um, it was a lot more difficult. Yeah. And so coming over to a public school is a bit easier.
0: Yeah. I did Catholic school till about sixth grade, and I remember I did second and third grade in the same year. Because I, I think they they thought I was smart, but I don't know if that was such a good idea. Because after that, I was just average. You know, yeah, I, I can a, understand that. Yeah, I was a superstar in second grade, but then they moved it to third. Eh, he's just a regular kid now. Oh yeah, yeah. And then ever since, just a regular kid, regular. Kid. <laughs> All right. So how how are you doing? In, you, you say you're doing real good in school. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite subjects?
1: Um, math. More in particular, um, statistics and history.
0: You know what Baljeet says? Math.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of because uh, of my statistics teacher, I found a new love for math, and it's just you look at everything differently. It's yeah, yeah. So it's what, good and
0: bad. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, what, what is it with statistics? Uh, do you do you have to do you look at things like as you measure? You, are you always analyzing things?
1: Yeah, what you do is um, if you want to back something up with facts or something like that you how you use statistics and you can back something up so if someone says something you're not sure about it you can get the statistics on it whether it's you know an association between something all sorts of stuff
0: are you you can, a, you can find the
1: true proba- probability of you know
0: are you a da- data hound <laughs> are you always looking to, to, to gain more knowledge through data I'm getting that way yeah <laughs> Excellent you yeah. have a thirst for knowledge I mean so do I. Mm-hmm. I, I I find in my in my 50 years that I know nothing I, you know when I was 17, when I was your age I knew everything <laughs> I, and, and I know how that feels Now I know nothing because you you know when you start off you got the whole world in front of you you could do anything you could be anything and what you want to be it seems is a musician and that's great. So where did that bug? first hit you the music bug
1: i would have to say eighth grade i, I haven't really pinpointed the grade because i've thought about it a lot i'm like when did i really get into this because in middle school i just listened to you know whatever pop songs i liked i had to hide it though because i like taylor swift and all my other friends you know
0: oh, <laughs> but um on. i liked alanis morissette i liked alanis oh, yeah. morissette
1: <laughs> nowadays i'll flaunt it all i want i'll be like yeah i love taylor swift so what
0: yeah he's um, great Mm-hmm.
1: in eighth I think it was eighth grade I know it was uh, around 2015 2016 I saw Def leopard my dad approached me he was like hey Def Leppard's leopards in town would you you know want to go see him I was like well sure I listened to some of their songs at this time I was uh, getting kind of into Aerosmith yeah and um I you know loving annette love you know yeah <laughs> Well, um, Def Leppard songs would come on. I listened to iHeartRadio, and sure. Def Leppard songs would come on, and I was like, they're really good, and it just so happens that he went to town. So we got tickets way up in the Upper Bowl, and it was like a religious experience. I know Tesla opened up for him, and uh, oh. watching Frank Hannon play, yeah, his solos, all the spotlights would go down on him. I think it was Modern Day Cowboy. All the spotlights came down on him, and he, oof, I was like, I want to I do that. I want to yeah. play guitar. And then I saw Def Leppard play and it was it was something yeah and i swear to you i did not know rick allen had one arm when i was watching him okay. it wasn't until after it wasn't till after i realized i, I uh, did some research on the band i was like he does he really have one arm yeah and thinking about it i was like huh and you know everyone's like really you didn't know but i guess it was where we were sitting it just it looked like even when he was up on the um, on the Megatron that looked, you know, yeah. like he was a normal player.
0: No, I remember when that happened. I was probably in, let's see, 81, 82 when he got in the, the accident. And mm-hmm. and the band was trying to figure out, well, are we going to keep him? Or, you know, is, is he able to make it? Because they tried to reattach the arm and it mm-hmm. just didn't take. Oh, and, yeah. And that band is so tight. They said, yeah. no, no, no. We're going to go ahead and build you an electronic drum and you're going to mm-hmm. keep on going. And they did. That is that. that that's love. That that mm-hmm. you know. That is a wonderful band. Def Leppard. They're
1: they're truly like one unit.
0: Yeah, tight.
1: Because yeah, because I researched it and he lost his arm. And I I saw they I, they have a movie. It's from like 2001. Oh, okay. And uh, they described he um they he lost his arm. They found it and they tried reattaching it, but it got infected. So they had to take it back off. That's and they're exactly like, well, we're not going right. to kick you out of the band because you're our friend, you know? Yeah. If you want to leave, you can leave. And he was like,
0: I can do this. I'll figure it out. And he did. <laughs> and he mm-hmm. did, man, man, that next album was great. And and you couldn't oh. even tell that he was playing with one arm and that, oh, mm-hmm. what fantastic Rick Allen and Joe Elliott. And, uh, Oh my goodness. Oh, S- Steve Clark Steve is Steve Clark. My
1: all time favorite guitarist. Excellent. I've for as many bands as I've seen research and all that. Steve Clark has always come to number one.
0: And you've watched him, and you've studied him, and mm-hmm. you've, you've checked out his fingers and how they move. Now, oh, yeah. I, I I know, what was the first instrument that you picked up? Do you remember? Trumpet.
1: My mom got me into the band
0: in sixth grade sixth at school. Grade. And you took after daddy. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm mom and dad. Trumpet.
0: They both played trumpet. They both played trumpet. Man, mm-hmm. you've got some musical genes in there. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. These are like some hardcore Levi 501 jeans you got going on. <laughs> <laughs> excellent excellent button fly <laughs> i don't know what threw me off on that <laughs> what am i talking about i don't know so all right caleb hadley of bad habit so what was okay you played trumpet in sixth grade mm-hmm. and how long did you play that
1: i still play it today
0: what you can oh, yeah. still play trumpet mm-hmm. you've got to be able to incorporate that in your band
1: Happen. oh i've been i've been trying yeah when we were when we played uh christmas music back in december uh there were the christmas songs we were playing had all these instruments in the background i'm like guys i'll i'll get on my trumpet and play some of these if y'all want they're like no 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 it'll be fine.
0: No, 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 no no no, you got to convince them i i'll convince them i'll help you because <laughs> no you throw a trumpet in there it's like mm-hmm. all right jethro tall they're a rock band mm-hmm. and they threw a flute in there and you're like mm-hmm. flute no way that's a rock band wait oh yeah no, that sounds pretty good never mind
1: yeah, he'll go on for like 20 minutes yeah he will. he
0: will <laughs> yeah he will you talk about the okay the i was talking to to uh jack and and sam yesterday and and they were talking about oh you know they only had maybe 40 songs now maybe they have 60 songs and maybe they'll mm-hmm. have to repeat some songs no no you could jam <laughs> you could oh jam. yeah you could stretch stuff out <laughs> you can go jazz on that on that stuff man and oh that, yeah that's cool man but yeah don't lose that trumpet Oh, good I'm not instrument! Not planning on it. A- any other instruments? You uh, okay? After the the trumpet, what was the next instrument you picked up?
1: Guitar. guitar. After that Def Leppard concert, um, I was yeah. like, "That's that's what I want to do." It, so my dad had an old display guitar that he got from one of his uh, radio stations. It only had four strings. I think it was the <laughs> E, A, D, and B string. The oh, G and okay. e, uh, high E were gone. Oh okay. So I jammed on it, and they were like, "No, you don't play that." You know, it was a displayed guitar. Well, around that time, my sister, my older sister, got a um, got an acoustic guitar. This is Katie. Kira.
0: Kira. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry.
1: Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. Um. So I jammed on it when she wasn't looking, when no one was around, because you know I was, I was a bit shy. So I got the musician app, and you know was just playing around, and I guess they overheard me, and they're like, oh, so you want to play guitar?" I was like, yeah, I'll get lessons. Around this time, we fixed up the display guitar. They let me play it. It was—it's terrible. It's a terrible guitar. It's what? meant for—it's meant for someone to sign it. I don't play it anymore because the the jack on it has come out. It's—it just—it won't work. So I met up with Nita Strauss and she signed it. and It's in the back of my room now.
0: Excellent. Now, do you do you remember what kind of a guitar it was?
1: It's a Fender Squire, like the
0: lowest of the low squire. See, <laughs> I have a Fender Squire and I know my cousin Timmy, he plays by ear and he, you know, mm-hmm. great musician and he picked up the squire and he would play a couple of songs and then it would go out of tune, he'd tune it back up and he'd play a couple of songs and go out of tune. But he says, "Oh yeah, it's it's great, you know, but it gets out of tune quite a bit, mm-hmm. especially if you bang on it real real good." Oh yeah. Is that the the uh is that your experience with it?
1: Um, that's just one of the many experiences. The <laughs> strings on it were way too high above the fretboard, so it was a pain to play. But I mean, it was the only guitar I could play because my sister was always on her acoustic. Yeah. So you know, I
0: come I on, Kira, let it. me borrow your guitar. Come on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she got a Dan Electro when she graduated. I was um. That's she graduated
0: really hot, hot, hot guitar.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a remastered a '50s guitar. Yeah. And uh, I played it when she wasn't there. Uh, and it was she knows now (laughs) she she um she realized after a few months that she wasn't going to play it she was going to stick to acoustics so she's like do you do you just want to have it i'm like is that a question heck yeah Uh,
0: yeah yeah no there is no question that was rhetorical wasn't it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so what So i took
1: it up it's blue, like a light blue.
0: Light blue it's and it's a, got the, It has
1: the shape of a Gibson.
0: Right, right. And it's got the uh the the it's got the guard and it's got two mm-hmm. pickups, right? Yeah, lipstick pickups. lips Little little pickups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a nice guitar. And it's man.
1: fantastic. I still play it. Oh, for, um, for sure. I remember the first thing I tried doing with it. I had gotten into Led Zeppelin and the first thing I tried doing was uh playing it with a violin bow because my sister tried learning violin but it didn't go through with it so we just have a violin in the house i was like all right jimmy page challenge accepted so i tried (laughs) playing it and it just it sounded awesome (laughs) okay i could only play like power chords though i mean other than that it was awesome it was fantastic i'm still looking to figure out how to play it with the bow but you know until then I might as well figure out how to play the guitar
0: <laughs> i think i see what you have it has it's light blue and it's light blue on the on the head too mm-hmm. as So oh, well. um six there yeah.
1: it is it's,
0: it's um there's like a volume it's
1: light blue and, it's a uh, just says dan electro it has a serial number but i'm not sure it's an out
0: like m nose new old stock guitar baby come back blue huh ah! Yeah. Oh, he's got the guitar in his hands, man. Oh, yeah. Got to tickle it. Got to touch it. (laughs) Musicians got to play. Oh, that's cool. All right. That's what I do when I get
1: bored. I just play.
0: Yeah, Caleb Hadley, please get bored more. Uh, You know, you you (laughs) got to play uh, and perfect your craft. I mean, as far as as I'm concerned, you you, you and Bad Habit are really good. And I know you play guitar, but you also play bass. Mm -hmm. And that's what you... You ended up playing, uh, okay. You got the Dan Electro, and you keep it. You kept that. That was the next guitar that you had after the Squire. Is that mm-hmm. is that right? And that's right. Is that the only guitar that you play? Because I see you have a a red guitar as well. Uh, or that a bass. is my
1: that's my Fender Jaguar. Fender, and it is. Mwah. It is my instrument. It is so good. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's also a squire. Like I said, just like the other one, but this one's like I got it brand new because um, I was really when I was playing guitar, I was really intrigued by uh, Paul McCartney's bass playing, especially on the song I saw her standing there. Um, so I would play instead of playing the guitar part along with the song, I would play the bass line on the guitar, and it just it blew my mind. I don't know why so i i got really into bass players and you know bass lines my favorite bass player is john entwistle from the who from and that's the who i try to play most like
0: now this is a pretty inexpensive guitar about 200 bucks is that is mm-hmm. that right mm-hmm. and it's it, starter it, and it feels good in your hands and you're able mm-hmm. to play it well i mean I, I i was talking a little bit yesterday they had the the first act drum kit you know that was like the first drum kit that that sam had picked up and yeah. i said man yeah Moms and Dads, you know, don't don't go out and blow all your money. Go ahead and get them get them something mm-hmm. that's inexpensive to see if they have an aptitude. And sometimes those inexpensive uh, guitars you can you could fix them up to where, yeah, they're gonna last a while mm-hmm. and they sound just fine, oh yeah. So yeah, a couple hundred bucks, and you got yourself a guitar. So mm-hmm. all right, so you went from the Squire to the Dan Electro. and then the next one is the Jaguar, yes, sir. Ah, it's Dan. Uh, calling me sir like <laughs> at an elevator in an outhouse yeah you know because we boys we boys i know i've said that before on the podcast
1: oh yeah i was cracking up about jack saying, sir <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> all right so we're talking uh, to to uh ha- caleb hatley uh the the fourth and final member of the bad habit group uh, i i've been podcasting with the bad habit members so i guess i've uh collected the last member the a- last action figure of the bad yep. habit <laughs> <laughs> collection so yes the collection is complete my collection is complete i mean i, I do m- maybe I'll, I'll collect some of the the past members uh if if ha- need be but uh no mm-hmm. i think we're good i think we're strong right now they, mm-hmm. you know I, when i heard you guys play i was I, I i was doing a little podcasting there i had my phone out with a uh a lavalier mic and i, I got to talk to ryan henman a little bit and i got to talk to the boys from sideswipe a little bit but by that time you had already mm-hmm. uh peeled out of there and uh i'm so glad that i got oh, to, yeah. i'm getting to talk to you now caleb hatley so mm-hmm. all right you you go to the in sixth grade you had that first guitar that squire Mm-hmm. the the baby baby blue uh, squire and then yep. you went to the dan electro uh, what color is that one oh, light blue oh that's the light blue one
1: yeah the the thunder squires it's also light blue but
0: oh okay all right mine's purple yeah they're both light blue yeah okay yeah and um so so and you're and you're still playing the trumpet Don't lose Mm -hmm. that. Never never lose that. Oh, I won't. Any um, extracurricular activities that you're doing in school uh, besides the the music? Are you playing sports or hanging out with friends Uh, or what do you do? Not as
1: much anymore. I I hang out with friends a lot. But um, back in middle school, I was um, on the engineering team and robotics team. What is I thought that was a lot of fun.
0: You mean he's a a brainiac? (laughs) I mean, nerd. (laughs) yeah
1: nerd there you go (laughs) i just uh i wasn't a big fan of the crowd just everyone was power hungry and i was like i'll
0: now it's not fun for me
1: i'll do i'll do all this on my own
0: all right so robotics did you build robots
1: yep we built robots and went into competition with them
0: wait what kind of competition because i've I've heard of some some competitions what kind did you do
1: the vex the vex robotics competitions i can't remember exactly what they every year they have the challenge that you have to do whether it's have your robot pick up a cone and put it on like a a pole or something but they'll give a challenge every year and you just have to go throughout the year with your team and build a robot that can do the challenge better than everyone else's
0: no kidding so
1: you have to you have the vex robotics set and uh, you build up the robot you know get get all the pieces that you want working and then you have to have a programmer program it. So we would all be divided into teams between builders, designers, programmers. So what was your
0: job, Caleb?
1: I think I was a half builder, half programmer. I would just help people out with it.
0: So you could do it all. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't one of those robot things where you, they attach a machete to it and a, and a buzzsaw and oh, and, no, and, no. and machine guns. I
1: wish. That would be so much fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that, that could be a future endeavor in uh, Caleb Hadley's uh, arsenal. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but, uh, all right. And, and then you gave that up when?
1: I've moved on.
0: You, from, gave, uh, hmm? you gave that up when?
1: I gave that up around high school. I mean it still intrigues me and all that but yeah. I my focus is more towards music.
0: Okay. So I mean yeah, okay so uh, other than music you're you're a history buff, you're a math buff, you're into the statistics. So mm-hmm. you're excelling in, in those areas, I'm guessing. And yep. this this is good. Um what other endeavors are you hoping to achieve in in life uh other than that, uh, other than music for now?
1: Um nothing much uh, really everything i'm doing is music related at this moment like um a main goal that i have is to master as many instruments as possible okay like and i'm working on the bass guitar that's a that's going to take a long time you can do a million things with guitar yes. bass I, i've got the basics of bass down you know if i really wanted to play like the stereotypical bass player i could do it so just pl- you know
0: pluck or strum
1: uh, depends on the song. Mainly okay. pluck, but um, if it's like a punk song or something and it needs that extra oomph, I, I strum.
0: Okay, because I know nothing about the bass, but I do know that. that, that mm-hmm. There's a pluck and there's a, a strum. Like in the 70s, I guess like Bootsy Collins they, and uh, was it Lou Luke, Luke Graham? No. Is it Lou Graham? Some, Might be. Some kind of Graham. Uh, they, they, they were coming up with some funk, and instead of strumming this bass... Uh, he just said well, let me try plucking it and it came up with a, a crazy sound it was it was different and
1: oh i know what you're talking about yeah
0: yeah tell me if you can school me on that tell, tell me um if you can expound
1: i i think you're are you referring to slap bass
0: yeah there's slap bass that's reggae right slap seven mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. i guess the police do a lot of that oh yeah is it uh summer Summerlin. Summerlin. who's the bass player oh no it, yeah, sting. I know sting is the bass player that's right and, mm-hmm. and andy summers would be the, the
1: yeah he's the guitarist the
0: guitarist and but yeah that's right sting is obviously the bass player because he's always playing the bass <laughs> especially in every breath breath you take oh yeah so how, i think
1: what, he plays upright on that
0: one He plays at least, yeah, in, the, at least yeah. in the music video in the video he does that's right i play a lot of videos at my parties I've, and i've had my fair
1: share of upright bass
0: oh uh, yes you oh, can yeah. play upright I've, bass Mm
1: -hmm. i played in the jazz band at southern hills
0: come on i'm all about that bass that's great now with uh, the band have you okay you've done acoustic shows man an upright bass that would be fantastic to pull out at a show and that would surprise people i think if if you did that
1: believe me if i could i would
0: oh okay yeah it's pretty hard to get a hold of i'm sure they're not cheap Oh, no, not you know, at all. Yeah, and to, and to rent one would probably be, you know, take all your gig money. Mm-hmm, more than I earn. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, uh, artist, starving artist. Yeah. <laughs> Support your local band members. <laughs> all right, so, oh, man, I'm, I'm having a good time talking to you, Caleb. You're very well-spoken, sir. Oh, thank you. I
1: try. No, and you
0: succeed. Uh, you know, in your 17 years, you, you've, you've got – an air about you. You, And, uh, I have to mention your eyewear. Oh, I admire. So
1: going, knowing that I was going to have to play on stage in front of people, I was like, well, I don't want to most bands today, most rock bands, at least rock and metal bands, all they wear is all black. And I think it's just boring. Like Metallica, they can play, you know, they're Metallica. But when you look at them, it's just, they're wearing all black. And it's like, eh, that's not really fun to watch. So I, I try to make it enjoyable for other people. Well, like you said in the other podcast, uh, Kurt Cobain was the very first person to wear them, at least that, that I know.
0: Yeah, and I dog saw dogs. him in that photo
1: shoot. So I was like, those are pretty sweet. I'm going to get my hands on those.
0: And, I've, and, and since I have and I know that Migos has come up with, uh, oh, with yeah. wearing them as well.
1: Mm. It's I, become I, a bit of a, a fashion trend yes. with people. I mainly, have a pair yeah, myself. Mainly in,
0: This old man right. is wearing them, was wearing them today. <laughs>
1: That's amazing.
0: Just <laughs> wear them all the time. <laughs> you know that's right.
1: <laughs> and people people think I wear them just for the fashion show. I'm like, no, they're actually really good sunglasses.
0: <laughs> they are. They're I cheap as can more. be. They were like ten bucks oh, yeah. on on eBay, and it was mm-hmm. yeah, no problem. And they I'd they, wear them. Great. More,
1: but I can't see. With I can't see on stage a lot of times. Like um, especially when the lights are blaring at us, it's really difficult to see people. So I would wear them more on stage, but you know, I don't want to trip over trip
0: over zach's wire or something yeah wearing sunglasses on stages is, is kind of a uh, i don't know sometimes kind of, sometimes people think it's a, a bit of a weird move uh bono wearing his sunglasses all mm-hmm. the time but he's got eye problems you know, yeah i've heard about that yeah now that i know he's got some kind of stigmatism in his eyes like oh well now i take back half of the things i said about him <laughs> <laughs> you know and you better too you know but uh, yeah I, I, whenever those lights are in my face and i and it's quite often like i, I do a show mm-hmm. every friday over at the rab in conway and they got these laser lights that just shoot right at me and i man i i, I bought these uh these yellow uh framed the, the uh, yellow lensed glasses that i could wear indoors mm-hmm. and at night and and they cut the glare just a little bit so yeah wearing sunglasses yeah if you see a uh, anybody on stage wearing sunglasses they're not being They're sometimes they're not that they are being you know trying to be cool yeah but sometimes yeah those lights are just in your face sometimes it
1: really helps
0: it does charlie daniels he puts his hat down real low mm-hmm. his cowboy hat you know because the lights are in his face that's that's the reason he wears it down low he's not he's not afraid of the audience some people have have thought oh well, maybe he's just Mm-mm. you know uh, you know kind of a shy guy no those lights are in his face and they they bother him so i I can understand that so (laughs) (laughs) back to back to where you're the beginnings of you learning your okay you you got trumpet down you're you're good Mm -hmm. at trumpet Mm -hmm. and you're playing in the band still right yeah oh that's great that is great now do you do marching band or is it like a city i do yo you do marching band Mm -hmm. excellent then you go to band camps too
1: uh, I did in ninth grade, and I it wasn't really my scene. Oh. I wasn't a big fan of it, but, you know.
0: So what kind of things happened at band camp? Just... It was just band
1: camp. It was just... I, it wasn't really my... I don't know. It was fun. It's just I didn't enjoy it too much. Okay. I don't okay. know what it
0: was about it. So, I mean, were people at least trying to play, or... or oh, yeah. Is it just people just getting together and, and hanging out?
1: It's um. You take classes and stuff there. Oh, okay. And, you know, just and you have a week, you spend a week at camp and you're given these songs on the very first day and you practice with your band, depending on what band you make, which is based off skill level. You have to audition for it. Yeah. And um, so we get the we got the music and you you practice it. Obviously, you have rehearsals every once in a while. But in between those, you have classes you would go to oh. to work on, you know, just to fix skills Whether it's slurs or, you know, articulations.
0: Wow. So it's actual work. I thought band Mm -hmm. camp was just like a a fun time with a little bit of music playing in the middle.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of activities, but, you know, I'm not a big fan of having to get up during summer to go to class.
0: That is correct.
1: (laughs) And there were a lot of people. It was just, ah, I'm good.
0: I'll okay. Pass. all right so uh <laughs> lessons let's go with the uh, lessons you, you obviously in the in the trumpet area you were in the band so you were taking lessons from your school teacher were you taking lessons outside mm-hmm. of that just school just school and then when you mm-hmm. picked up the guitar the the squire piso uh p-o whatever p-o-s yeah <laughs> the squire strat and uh yeah i think that's what it, what it stands for piece of yeah. strat yeah that's it um you pick that up? Did you have lessons with that one?
1: I did. Okay, I had. I got lessons from Matthew Stone Who, or Matt Stone.
0: Who's Matthew Stone?
1: Um, he work. He does a lot of gigs around. He's in the band uh, Almost Infamous with Scott Southern, okay. which um Sam talked about in last podcast.
0: Hey, shout out they're, to them.
1: They're really good pals i should say (laughs) okay so i was getting a funny story about matt and scott was i was getting i was getting uh lessons from matt well i didn't even know the bennett's until uh about a year into my lessons and i met up with them i saw him at a gig and i messaged jack i was like hey you know if you ever need a guitarist i'm your guy and so he got back to me eventually he was like we need a bass player so we jammed and about a few months into that uh some, uh, I think it was Scott and Jack were talking, and they were talking about, oh, have, Scott was asking if uh, Jack had ever gotten more members for the band, and Jack was like, oh, yeah, we got this guy named Caleb Hatley, and Scott was like, Caleb Hatley? Wait a second, and it all came full circle, because Matt knew Scott, I knew Jack, and then it's just, it's funny.
0: Hey, this, <laughs> uh, I, I find more and more that not just Little Rock, but Arkansas is a tiny, tiny place with really? only a million mm-hmm. people. Either you know them, or you are. Either you know them, or you know somebody that knows them. There's like two yep. degrees of separation with everybody in this state.
1: <laughs> it's it's fantastic. It everyone is. Knows everyone. I'm and still coming up to people, yeah. and they're knowing each other. It's yeah, it's especially fantastic.
0: the musicians. And I love that you, you're talking about how tight you are because I could see a lot of people, you know, stepping on each other for gigs and such. And Mm -hmm. it seems like that's not the case. It seems like, like, Hey, the musicians build each other up, which is what you should be doing.
1: Mm -hmm. The, um, the bands who really want to make it, you know, get a lot of gigs. We're all interconnected. We try to get We encourage each other to all get as many gigs as possible. And the reason for that is is the bands that are kind of toxic, quote unquote, they kind of fall apart at the seams because, they just want—I don't want to say they want it for the money, but they just have an ego about it, and they eventually fall apart. Or yeah. they, you know,
0: yeah, I've it's had, just yeah. I've had the same thing with DJs. You know, I, I build all of them up, when they come to my shows. I'm like, hey, there's DJ Brock. Hey, there's DJ. You know, and and and, and you know, if I have musicians that come in, oh, even more so. Uh, I mm-hmm. definitely make sure that that everybody knows in that room hey this is caleb hatley of bad habit check him out and (laughs) if you haven't figured you know if you haven't heard of him hear of him you know get to know caleb hatley because you'll be a much better person
1: and i'd do the same for you no you walked into the room i'd be like everyone Mr. Key's Dan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, you know, it was great because, yeah, in Miami I used to have, I used to go to concerts and and, and stuff representing radio stations and what have you. And mm-hmm. and we would, yeah, we that's the whole reason I got into radio was to promote people. And, you know, yeah, you make a couple bucks here and there, but mm-hmm. you promote the community. You promote other people. If everyone just built each other up, that would be a wonderful oh, yeah. thing, wouldn't it? you know mm-hmm. well i mean not to get too political but don't build wall tear down wall <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically speaking or yeah. maybe even physically speaking
1: don't want to enrage some of the viewers out there
0: that, perhaps <laughs> perhaps and we and we might we might i might i might ye, ye, ye. yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, but um yeah i'm
1: kind of i'm indifferent about all that it's
0: what's that but i don't want to go into politics that's no, all you're into what
1: Oh, I'm pretty in- indifferent about all that about politics. I don't really. You
0: know. Yeah, I mean, you have to have s- some knowledge of it and and, it, and mm-hmm. be aware that it's there. But mm-hmm. for the most part, people are in the middle, right? The oh middle. yeah, you know, you you think it's all polarizing? No, it's not, man. It if you just sat and talked to people. You know, I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. If you just it goes so them, much
1: smoother. You figure would, out. Oh, yeah. You
0: love your kids too. Oh, I love my kids. <laughs> yeah. Too. Oh, you like <sighs> steak. Oh, yeah, I like steak. Oh, you like uh, drinking water that's good and pure. Oh, me too. <gasps> no way, me too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> clean energy. That's uh, you'd like to have clean. Me too. Wow. Mm. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, we're all pretty much right in the middle, man. <laughs> you mm. know. Uh, so yeah so that's the political section of this podcast
1: (laughs) over and shut with (laughs) hold (laughs) on
0: all right caleb hatley of bad habit and and have you ever played in any other bands before bad habit
1: uh i jammed with a few other people and we tried forming bands but it never went through
0: anybody of note
1: um nick whitehead and who that? Noah Radke. Noah Radke's not really in the scene, but Nick Whitehead. I don't know the name of his band, and he'll probably get on to me for that later. But probably. you know, him and his brother Christian Whitehead are really into the community. Christian Whitehead is um he's mainly in the metal community. He's producer. He does producing. He writes songs. I can't remember his his band name to save my life. But he's they're really good. If you know if you like metal, they're your. And I, like I mean, metal. when I say metal, it's like metal, metal.
0: Okay, I'm well, okay, I see a Nick with a red hat on and he's got some metal stuff going on there. Mm, I'm looking up online. Christian
1: and, Whitehead has an Instagram.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, there's another Nick Whitehead. He looks like a metal <laughs> there's guy. There's a lot him. out
1: there. Oh, it's Nick uh N I K.
0: N I K, that would make more sense. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm. Very strange way to spell there it. There he I mean, is. Paul
0: Warden. Mhm. Hawar from Har. Oh no, that Nick Whitehead is an old man. I don't oh, think that's the right good. one.
1: <laughs> Hold on one second. I'll help you with this because <laughs> now I'm trying to find the right one.
0: Yeah. All right. We're gonna I mean, get, to the, gonna this, We're gonna oh, get yeah. to the bottom of this, Nick. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I'm seeing a lady, Nick. <laughs> oh, there's a guy with some chains. Come on, Metal Nick. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs>
1: yeah it's nicholas underscore whitehead
0: nicholas underscore whitehead
1: n-i-k-o-l-a-s and that's,
0: that's his instagram
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's his instagram let me find christian <laughs> yeah i'm looking on facebook so it's cool hot. and yeah um, and, and then the podcast got shut down <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While we were looking for another musician to build him up. And hey, what a great reason to shut down a podcast to oh, yeah. try to build up another musician that was of note when you played with him and it was uh it was a, it was a great time. So were you playing guitar uh, with him or yes. were you playing bass? He
1: was uh, he he was the bass player. I was the guitar player and Noah oh. was the uh drummer.
0: What show was And we this? would jam what year was this? What show was this? What
1: show? Oh, we never played a show.
0: Oh, okay. This is all we in just practice. we just
1: jammed. Yeah, we only practiced together. We were we tried getting a show together. Yeah, or not not a show. Uh, we tried getting the band together. and We were looking forward to playing shows, but we never really could get everything set up.
0: So this is uh, like eighth, ninth grade.
1: Uh, I'd say ninth grade.
0: Ninth grade, and you're already playing with the likes of of Nick Whitehead and Christian Whitehead. Mm-hmm. i mean these guys are established musicians as far as you're as far as you're telling me oh yeah hey. christian
1: definitely nicks he was getting up there
0: were you holding your own at the time mm-hmm. what so you i was trying you you were learning a lot in your in your young age from uh oh, yeah what was it what was the, the your teacher
1: my teacher matt stone
0: matt stone uh, all right, Matt Stone, you were the beginnings of Caleb Hadley, <laughs> and and you, I mean, it all came for, full circle because he he knew the Bennett brothers, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, he knew Scott Southern, and he knew the Bennett brothers.
0: Man, it, it's so tight. That's good. Oh yeah, and so all right, um, I know that I know that bad habit started in 2016. Uh, but you weren't in the first incarnation of them. Or- no. Right. The you- one
1: I saw was, um, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but no problem. The, uh, the one I saw was, uh, it was at Thurston Yeah. sometime early, I'd say, 2017. And it was obviously Jack and Sam, and then it was Ryan and Matthew. And I went because one of my friends, who I saw on an Instagram Live Oh, it's ridiculous how this whole thing got set up yeah. so i came back from oh, i can't remember where i was but i was bored and i got on instagram and i saw one of my friends was live with this other girl yeah. and i was like huh that girl seems pretty cool i'll message her and um we became friends and she figured she knew that i had a liking for music and she's like hey you should come see this band called bad habit uh it has a few of my friends in it we can go see them together at this date and I was like, okay, sounds like fun, so like, I went. Were you
0: more interested in the band or the girl at the time?
1: Uh, I'll let your imagination.
0: <laughs> that, that's a loaded question, sir. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we went to go see him, and I was really into it. I was like, these guys are awesome. So yeah, I got to are. meet. I met Jack uh, after the final song of their first set was American Girl, and oh, I saw him yeah. kill the soul. I was like, no freaking way! So I went up to him, met him, you know, talk with him. And uh started following him on Instagram, and I got talking with him. I sent him a message at one point. I was like, you know, if you ever need somebody, I'm here. Well, while I was at band camp, uh, I saw on Jack's story, Bad Habits Over, Oh, because they had broken up, the yeah. guitarist had gone to college, and the bass player had just left to do, pursue his own thing. Right. So I was like, uh, no, it's not. So I messaged him. I was like, hey, whatever you need me to play, I'll play, just as long as the band can keep going. He was like, okay, I'll put you on bass, and we can you know, jam at some point. So for a while, we were a three-piece. Yeah. And uh, we would jam on Stone Temple Pilots and a few Blink-182 songs. And... So a few months later, my cousin invited me to his jazz band concert where I saw the guitarist Zach, Zach Smith. Come on. What, what really pointed, what really, you know, caught my eye was the way he played. The, when they were playing jazz songs and it was like kind of down low, it, it was the brass, you know, in the spotlight. The way Zach would play is he would play kind of with the drums whenever the drummer would hit the cymbals zach would strum his whole guitar but when the drummer was just kind of hitting the hi-hat he was just playing the bottom three strings and i just thought that was insane so i was was like no no way yeah oh yeah he was he was top notch oh so my cousin introduced me to him by the end of the show i was like all right nice to meet you (laughs) a few like a week later i was sitting in my room thinking about the band i'm like why are we still a three-piece what do we need another guitarist and it just clicked in my head. I was like, oh, I know a guy. Yeah. So I messaged Zach. I was like, hey, you should come jam with us. I don't know if it's really your scene, but you should come play, see if you like it. And we got to playing. Zach and Jack really hit it off, and it's just it's history from there on out.
0: Excellent. And that was good praise that you gave to Jack Bennett. He's on par with Petty? Oh, yeah. He's on par he with is, Petty.
1: He's on par with Mike Campbell. Huh. He's, he's so good. Oh yeah! Like if he's watching this, he's probably gonna start blushing or something. But I mean, he's he's really good. He.
0: <laughs> this is a podcast, to, so he he cannot watch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he will
0: listen to it after we're done. Well, yeah, when he
1: listens dog. to it, he'll be he'll be blushing because oh. um when we we got into Van Halen, we got to talking about Van Halen, and uh, at one point he, he was when we would talk about it, he'd get his guitar and start playing Van Halen stuff. I'm like, can you play Eruption? And he's to playing Eruption right then and there. I'm like, dude.
0: Like with, what? The, with the finger taps. Oh from yeah, the with thing? everything. Yeah. everything. So Van Halen, not Van like? Hagar.
1: No, uh, I have to agree. I like Van Halen a
0: lot. Yeah, but a little so, bit of both, I guess.
1: Oh, definitely. I'm not going to put Van Hagar down. They're just as excellent, but uh, yeah. I just prefer Van Halen.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, just the acrobatics of uh, of David Lee Roth in his heyday. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness, it, amazing, <laughs> amazing. I mean, you Fantastic. know, and then and then Sammy Hagar in his own right. I know that when he left the band, he took Michael Anthony with him, which was okay because oh, yeah. it, it left it an was, opening for Wolfgang. Hey, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, well, that whole situation. The Van, the Van Halen brothers, I love them to death, but ugh, they shouldn't have let um, Michael Anthony go.
0: Well, yeah, he ugh. was the highs. He, he, he was
1: so yeah, he was the highs, so good. But yeah. now it's like now it's Van Halen and David Lee Ross, literally. <laughs> right. At the moment I think that's what's going on. I don't know what's going on with Van Halen at the moment. They well, they just need to get their stuff together. Van Halen
0: it's kind of mirroring mirroring in in bad habit but in in a good way mm-hmm. where you got some brothers uh one luckily
1: on- i can't yeah luckily they don't have a third brother yeah take me out and <laughs> take my spot
0: <laughs> so yeah one on lead one on drums and oh yeah mm-hmm. so and then it was just a nice coincidence that that zach was able to sing uh, as well and then you oh yeah you you're a vocalist as, as well you, mm-hmm. so you sing too
1: I try. I listen to the likes of Queen and the Beatles. So, some of my favorite vocalists are Freddie Mercury and John Lennon. Oh, why so, don't you
0: set the bar higher? <laughs> the oh, man had seven octaves.
1: Oh, goodness. <laughs> Believe me. I've tried singing all of his songs.
0: Queen's my fave, man. I've I had oh, 13, of, so 13 of his albums. I mean, actual records. I've mean, mm, I, I lost I have, them over the years.
1: So. I'm, I'm, I've started collecting records, and I have, I think, four. Queen uh, records at the moment. They're ones? all
0: remasters. You, but, um, oh, okay. Do you know which ones?
1: From the top of my head, Queen Two. Yeah. Um a day at, I think it's um a day it's the, a day not, at the races. A night at the, yeah, a day at the races, that's and what then it they is. Have I a night always get the at the
0: opera, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't have a night at the opera. I've right. been looking for it everywhere. But right. you know. I have jazz and um, I think I have a few greatest hits.
0: Oh man, that's all you need—it's greatest hits. Because mm-hmm. that that compilation was just wonderful. I, Fantastic! I, I, I overplayed that album over and <laughs> over and over.
1: I do too. I'm kind of burned out from Queen, but it'll come back. In a few oh,
0: weeks. for sure. Yeah, it, it always comes back because they have different different types of oh, music. Yeah. It's if, not if just one type of music. Mm-hmm.
1: If you're tired of their operatic rock, you can move on to their funky stuff. Or you got it so on so forth like their first album sounds like a prog rock band you know you can put them up there with the likes of rush if they continue doing what they did on their first album
0: oh rush man now there's a three-piece that went oh far. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was Goodness. alex life's and neil pert and uh Getty Getty oh for mm-hmm. sure yeah all right so think- who who were your or your big influences and I know this is what what brought you and Jack together was was uh, uh Def Leopard. Def Leopard. <laughs> I remember are we best friends now?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember that night so vividly. Oh, so I think I'm using that right. I remember it I remember it well. I ah, yes. Um, I remember it was it the well. time we fought. we talked just as friends, our friend Kylie, who's the girl who um we were mutual friends with. Uh, we, she got us together. She's like Jack, Caleb, Caleb, Jack. So we met his friends, and I showed him my back screen. And he's like, it was Death Leopard. He's like, dude, no way. He took a picture of it and everything. It's hilarious. <laughs> if he still has that picture.
0: Oh, I want to see it. <laughs> I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. That's, oh, man. It's amazing what things, what what brings people together. I think my best friend and I from high school, and we're still, be, we're still bo- boys. We 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 still talk all the time. And this is 1982 when we met. So, yeah, I'm old. I get it. Mm-hmm. A- and uh, it was Bill Cosby records. Yeah, Bill Cosby. <laughs> he ruined my oh, childhood. Come on, man. <laughs> I loved his records, man. Ah. Oh. All right.
1: <laughs> I'm like a
0: oh, well, I'm listening to, po- to other podcasts and the the general uh, census is you can like everything that an artist did until he got caught yeah where are you at with that R. Kelly uh Michael Jackson uh, you know uh, um, a plethora of others
1: it all depends on what they did Michael Jackson <laughs> Michael Jackson his music is so so good so good the way my dad describes it he's like if you he says michael jackson it's a shame he was such a weird dude because his his music is so good so good and you don't really want to support somebody like michael jackson but you do and you know it's just he's such a strange guy but you know you gotta love him
0: but now i I hate that you're you're not mm -hmm. really supporting him maybe his family Mm -hmm. And yeah. which is good because you know yeah, yeah, yeah. his kids need some need some dough too, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, I was never a big fan of R. Kelly. I think the whole situation he's in is just kind of funny because it's like ugh. it's obviously not funny the things he did, but uh-huh. you know, watching his interviews and stuff where he just I didn't do it, blah blah blah. It's it, it's just funny to me because it's like yeah. the evidence is there.
0: Yeah. So believe her. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I get it. Okay, um, we're getting a little political here, but this is good. Just a little. <laughs> no, it's good to know where you where where you stand, and and people mm-hmm. need to take a stand, of course. So yeah, I guess I believe, uh, you know, believe her. Me too. All that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it
1: goes to a point. Yeah,
0: but PC. Yeah, being PC, I'm just not good uh, at it. Uh,
1: I, yeah. I, 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 I'm not. I think either. I got
0: old man disease. You know, yeah. there's, there's there's sometimes I'll I'll say you know, I'll say a word and I'll go. Well, maybe I shouldn't have said that word. You yeah know. i'm right
1: there with you i do the same thing you
0: know and sometimes i'll do an accent well maybe i mm-hmm. shouldn't have done oh. that
1: <laughs> that's a big fault of mine i yeah. do that a lot yeah i really have to watch myself How but do, um
0: you go to a chinese restaurant come on mm. man it, you know <laughs> and, and and i'm I'm half cuban so i guess i could do a spanish accent mm-hmm. without getting in too much trouble <laughs> but uh I, yeah maybe i will get in trouble because mm-hmm. i guess i look too too much like a white guy
1: yeah that's me that's that's exactly me what i do is um i research people who stand up and talk you know intellectually about the situation so i can get you know if somebody confronts me about something i say or something i do i'm able to defend myself like you know it's just a joke i'm not trying to offend anybody that was not my intentions
0: yeah you said the mm-hmm. words stand up so comedians mm-hmm. that was their whole job that's been their mm-hmm. whole job through the centuries is to make mm-hmm. fun of people to, to poke at people's, uh, you know, yeah. it, it, you know th- their their downfalls, their their quirks. You know, mm-hmm. That's what that's what a comedian will latch on to. and you gotta laugh. Yeah, I am like that. Yeah, I am a fat a fat old man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. who just talks into a mic, and sometimes he talks into a, a mic talking to people that aren't there, listening to mm-hmm. music that's in his head. Maybe he's mm-hmm. a crazy person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. There's some. I think the most controversial comedians are the funniest. They are. You just have to – nothing's – you can't laugh at – you can laugh at everything. I can. No matter what it is. I can. It just – it adds a certain light to it.
0: You know, that, and, and sometimes the the worst tragedies you have to, mm-hmm. to, to come away with, uh, you know, with some kind of a sense of humor. Maybe not the same day, okay, the mm-hmm. towers fell down – Ah, that was a big one. That was a yeah. big one. You know, the kids got think, shot in that yeah. school. Oh, that mm-hmm. was a tough one. You know, but afterwards you're like, uh, well, he's a pretty good shot. You know, or you know, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's it's terrible, but it's it really helps you get through the things. Yes, just find humor and stuff. I mean, obviously you're not laughing with the guy you're laughing at the guy
0: right it's right. you don't
1: want to you know and you have sympathy for like school shootings for example you have sympathy for the kids like right i'll every once in a while like um i did research on columbine and um yeah it's the
0: first it's one, the big
1: terrible one. i felt so bad i felt so bad for the kids and it's just ridiculous because i mean some of them were just about to graduate and then oh. their lives just taken from them but i can't help but just make fun of the the um I don't want to name them just because I'm. I don't like giving people like that. A public. I mean, everyone knows who they are, but I just don't like giving people publicity. Sure. Um, I like. I just like making fun of them. Like the guy who shot John Lennon. Oh, um, yeah. That just. I wasn't even alive during that time, and it just makes me angry because I love John's music. I love every. I love all Beatles songs. I I've never come across a Beatles song I don't like. And unless shot, you're talking about Revolution Number Nine.
0: The sweetest yeah. man is, according to everyone. Mm -hmm. and I mean
1: he's had his controversies obviously but I think they go with reasoning but
0: but mostly created you know because Mm -hmm. are drugs bad I don't know yeah now you know what the kind of drugs that he was doing are they bad I don't know. That's what people people were mad at him about, for the mm-hmm. most part. And yeah, he took a stance on on war and and uh, mm-hmm. you know, hey, just love each other already. Yeah. You
1: know, it's like yeah, he's he does all this stuff. He's at, he. I I really try to take after his traits of just speaking your mind and going out and you know, trying yeah. to quote unquote be a leader. Sure. Oh. But um, yeah, it's just and then just to have all that taken away in one night is just ridiculous. And I can't. I mean. Obviously, it's horrible, but I still make jokes about it. Yeah, it's, it's good to, you know, you don't want to. I don't think anybody should be too sensitive about anything. You should be able to, be able to poke jokes at everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, just
1: to lighten up, just to lighten up the whole situation.
0: And, and then you know they, they they always come back at you. What if it's your kid? What if it's your mom? Mm. What if it's your brother? What if it's your oh oh yeah yeah you know it would hurt it would sting a little bit but you know yeah you'd, you'd have to get through it you if you know tragedy is a part of life and mm -hmm. and and so you know comedy should should be able to to uh defer that to offset it
1: best Ah. way to get through it is just
0: to laugh man we're getting deep caleb hadley oh yeah i like it i like (laughs) it a lot man you've learned a lot in your 17 years yep your studies and you you like history too Uh, oh yeah what's your what's the the main thing about history that you like
1: um, I'm a big fan of World War II. Just, yeah. it's some crazy, crazy events. Like you'll learn, I learn something new about it every day. Like there was this um guy, I can't remember if it was on D-Day or not, but he he lived through the war. Yeah. I think his name was like Crazy Jack or something. But crazy. he refused to take a, he refused to take a gun with him.
0: That's he crazy, would always, Jack.
1: cause he believed, Oh, I know. Right. Jack, crazy Jack. He, he always carried a broadsword with him. Cause he believed that was the true way to fight wars. So, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. And it, every, every country had their, like their, just that one guy, like Japan had this, um, soldier who was stationed on, um, I want to say Guam or something like that. Sure. And, um, his leader, his, um, squad leader was like, do not surrender oh. for anything. You know, they're going to try to play tricks on you. Don't let them. So he fought the war up until mid 1950s, you know, shooting at people that would come by. What? And he li- I know it's insane. He would live <laughs> off the land. He would go hunting. And then when they found him, they he still had all his clothes on. He had us. It was him and three others.
0: He was all two uniform of them died. Hmm? He was all uniform still, you say.
1: Oh, yeah. It's his tattered uniform. I bet it smelled bad, too. <laughs> Hey, so, what had happened was uh two of the two of his um, members of his squad died in a fight. You know, they would go shooting at villagers, and the villagers would shoot back. So, two of them died that way. I think the other one died from the third guy died from starvation or something like that. And it up, this guy ended up eating him. It was like Ugh, this guy has no boundaries. The, yeah. <laughs> the Japanese, um, when they had surrendered, they had dropped notes. Or something flyers i don't know but some way to know to let the soldiers know hey the war is over but right. the guy thought it was a trick so the way the ja- the japanese um government got him to stop was they sent his original officer to the island to finally you know tell him the war is over oh, and it, it's just insane hey, it's that's a good awesome. soldier though
0: Oh, he's mm-hmm. really good i remember world war Two was was a pretty big uh, deal in 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 my in my early days as well mm-hmm. I, I i built models uh pete uh, uh the lightning uh the mm-hmm. tomahawks uh my favorite weapon was the m1917a6 uh, oh yeah only because i liked <laughs> saying all those letters and numbers together. yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah oh man so yeah World war two and, and and this is something that we can look back and kind of uh, you know look mm-hmm. and, and and old old man your your grandpa says hey those are mm-hmm. the good old days yeah. <laughs> war death famine oh yeah and uh and and treating women and and black people poorly
1: <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> these it's are like, like good old you days. look back yeah you look back on it, it's like that wasn't too long ago and everything <laughs> was so different like segregation and all
0: that yeah i watched some I, of these, I
1: think it's ridiculous
0: i watch some of these time time travel shows and time travel movies and mm-hmm. and there's there's one called timeless and it's a group of three it's a you know white guy a girl and a black guy Uh, A a white guy, white girl, black guy And then every Mm -hmm. time they go back in time uh, You know, the black guy Definitely does not fare too well And the white (laughs) girl was like I'm not going to do too good in this time period either You know, (laughs) the only one that's going to do good Is the white guy
1: Yeah So yeah. And it's terrible to think about. But Stop! I, mean, I don't want to go back in time. This is
0: bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, uh, you know, I am fully aware of my privilege and, and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, uh, me too. I, I, you know, even though I am half Cuban, I, I can pass for a, a white man, and I I know that mm-hmm. that, that comes with with some privilege, and uh, I, I try to hold hold myself to a better standard when I am dealing mm-hmm. with other people because yeah. people are people, man. Get together, love, all that. John Lennon, oh, yeah. baby.
1: Mm. Gotta love him. <sighs> yeah, I know. What? For a while, I was into hair metal. Hair you metal? Know, just 80s stuff. Yeah. And, uh, like, it, as soon as I'm done with you know, I think I've I've been fulfilled with one genre. I move on to the next, so I know about everything. I can have a conversation about classical music for with some people, just because at one point I listened to it. I was like, hey, you know, I'm bored with this, I'll listen to this. I'll, I've listened to everything.
0: Okay, so when you're in the in the car, uh, and I'm guessing you're driving, mm,
1: not yet. Okay, that, I've, that's set for this summer. I'm going to get all my driving stuff done.
0: Excellent, man. Look forward to that. Excellent. Mm-hmm. That's a very big responsibility. Have you been practicing with mom and dad?
1: Uh, not yet. I'm planning on to. I'm gonna. I'm about to be like, all right, let's go to a parking lot. Let's do this. I'm going to get this over with.
0: <laughs> let's, let's do some donuts, Dad. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> and mom's mom will be. Oh no, don't do it. No. Who, yeah. Who's more? Who's more protective?
1: Um. I'd say they're both equal with my dad. When he drives, I've seen this from experience with when my sister was driving, he's very strict on, you know, you have to be sure to do this or else he gets kind of, he gets kind of loud. I mean, obviously he'd be like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Is he pushing, is
0: he pushing the imaginary brake on the passenger side? Yeah. (laughs) Ah, ah, Just pushing through the floorboard.
1: (laughs) My mom's a bit more lenient. She's a lot more, you know, Laid back with it, you know. If you're messing up, she'll be like, "Hey,
0: hey, hey, I, don't, I don't know. That's kind, kind of a of re- reverse roles, man. Because usually, Dad mm-hmm. will let you do anything. Oh, he's he's going to put his finger oh, yeah. in that uh, electric socket. Watch this. Yeah, Watch my this. dad's just
1: trying to protect his car. <laughs> oh
0: well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Okay, I get it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So cool, you got that to look forward to. All mm-hmm. right, you got to. You excited about senior year?
1: Uh. sort of mainly towards the end of senior year i'll get really excited but until then it's just another year
0: come on man you're gonna rule the school
1: oh definitely
0: sylvan hills you're gonna rule baby and you got a crown and yeah oh yeah (laughs) you gotta put a crown on like jughead come (laughs) Mm -hmm. on man (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) no um my group of friends i bounce back and forth i have my i see you know I, when I'm at the lunch table with my group of friends, I don't really see us as a stereotype, which now that I think about it, it would be more like the fishing kind of redneck stero- um, group. But um, we have quite a bit of those at our school. Um, but when I'm at the lunch table, I can't help but look. You know, you look to your right, you see the quote unquote nerd table, you know, yeah. in front. You got the ghetto table, quote unquote, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I can really go into any group. I'm just... And just sit with somebody like if my normal group of friends isn't here i'll go hang with a second group whether that be the nerd group and i can talk to them about video games and so on and so forth if they're not there i can move with the musicians like the band nerds <laughs> and you know talk with them or i can go sit with the jocks you
0: know yeah i fi- i figure with all your experience i mean shoot you definitely get in with the nerds with the the robotics mm-hmm. and the interest in math and and uh, oh yeah and statistics <laughs> and then uh, the history, of course. I mean, it's it's nice, man. It's nice to get along with people. It, it, you know, I don't think I, I've met a lot of people that don't like me. At least not to my face. But you know. yeah, yeah. I think that's the same way for me. Yeah, they're behind your back telling you stuff. Eh, whatever. I, yeah. I don't worry about stuff behind me.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's me too. I mean, if you, if they really cared, you know, they'd say to your face, and I, <laughs> I wouldn't fight back. I'd just be like, oh, "What's up? Why? Why are you doing this?"
0: <laughs> all right um, so um do you do you write your own music too or are you, i try okay you're i'm like, not
1: hey. with zach and jack they have they have a lot more equipment than i do sure they're a lot um like jack he has this whole. jack and sam have the studio and um in that studio they have a, a whole computer that they use that for recording and stuff zach has his little setup in his room he has his laptop and um he has uh, a microphone, so if he wants to record his vocals and all that, like a professional one. He has his guitars and all that, you know.
0: Yeah, he said he's using uh, Garage Band to record mm-hmm. a lot of things. And, and shoot, uh, the Bennett boys—they—they—they they, they lucked out with with their mom and dad. They got oh, yeah. a whole big giant room. That's nice. Mm-hmm. They, it's it, it. Where's your practice area?
1: Uh, just my room, really. Yeah, I have my amp set up on um, kind of like this counter table type thing, and then I just. If I want to mess with settings, it's right there at my head.
0: Yeah. Do you so find that you that. have to practice with with headphones mostly, or, or are you able to set that amp up and and? Luckily, no.
1: I do have to turn it down sometimes. Yeah. Though, when obviously when like my dad's upstairs watching baseball, or my brother's really doing something. My my brother's a huge gamer. He's really trying to get into streaming and all that.
0: Oh, dig it, man! And
1: so when he's doing that stuff, I turn down. Or you know, when there's parties, but yeah. you know, I still try to play. Yeah, kids are making big money
0: there uh, mm-hmm. on that streaming. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. he's really trying he's getting there good luck um but but with the parties and stuff or whenever they're doing that I'll turn it down and then I'll put on like this kind of hard song like I play along with YouTube so I'll turn on like Mr. Crowley or something when I'm playing guitar and I'll slowly turn up my guitar as it's getting (laughs) to the solo
0: (laughs) so so, do you play along with like what minus ones or or you just play along with a full song
1: um so i haven't been graced with the perfect ear yet i I do believe it's something you can evolve into but jack and zach have perfected it so what they do is they they listen to a song and they've got it i pull up um walkthroughs of rocksmith songs because i just find it to be easier and less frustrating it used to be i would song oh um rocksmith's a video game Oh, uh, for the okay. Xbox or PlayStation, yeah, and you plug up your guitar. Yeah, with Xbox. The, you, Don't
0: have mm-hmm. one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I'm not familiar with that game.
1: Oh, uh, It's it's like Guitar Hero on steroids. Yeah, so but you, you have can to, plug yeah. in your
0: actual guitar.
1: Mm, you plug in your guitar, y- y- they give you this, it has a jack at one end and then a USB for the Xbox on the other end, and you play along with the uh, songs. Well, the game is kind of a rip-off, in my opinion, because it gives you like 50 songs, and then the millions of other songs out there you have to pay for and you, know, you can't earn them or anything. So I'm like, well, I can just look them up on YouTube, like walkthroughs and stuff. <laughs> so if I really wanted to learn a song, I look it up on YouTube and it's basically tabs and just play along tabs.
0: Yeah. Now, and I mean, if I, I can learn 50, that. that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I can learn one, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: i found, yeah, I've, I've always had a hard time memorizing music
0: okay and um so I, you can can you read music i guess you can mm-hmm,
1: i can wow but um with trumpet for example we have to memorize stuff for marching shows and i've always had trouble with that but with guitar and bass it's always just been really easy i just kind of feel the music i guess quote unquote and um <laughs> it's just the bass lines especially they're they're really easy to pick up on for me
0: so when and, you're up uh, there you actually have sheet music
1: Mm-mm, i have it all memorized
0: okay because you're, you're you'd be the only one in the band that can actually read music <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. i think i'm i think zach can yeah I mean, to an extent, maybe jack though. a
0: little bit yeah mm-hmm. zach I, zach says only to an extent you know and then yeah, jack I've, you know even mm-hmm. even less so but wow mm-hmm. that you've accomplished I, so much
1: mm-hmm. i i see i look at everything from like a musical like Composition standpoint. Yeah. Like, for Led Zeppelin just destroys my brain with this. Because you know the song Black Dog. It has... Oh, yeah. It starts off in like 4-4, four, four, and then it goes to 5-4 at one point, and then 3-4, and it just drives my brain nuts.
0: This is musician talk. Mm-hmm. On the What um, Makes You Famous podcast. Yeah. With Caleb Hatley. <laughs> now, say things that are over my head.
1: <laughs> um, The beatles do this too on a song do you know the song happiness is like a warm gun know it um there is the verses which i think is in six four or six three or something like that and it's kind of like a swing and then it goes into a four or four at some point it's just, it's just fun to talk about okay. it's just led zeppelin's the worst about this especially on their song cashmere
0: yeah i know uh, that they, I, there's a lot of changes that that's uh, for sure it, it's I, w- whenever people try to play them it's like five songs in one
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I analyzed the song and uh, I figured out that John Bonham I think is, is playing a straight 4-4 four four, while Jimmy Page is playing in 5-4 and they only meet up musically every 16 measures John Paul Jones would be in there with Jimmy Page and then Robert Planch is kind of singing over it
0: and that sounds crazy <laughs> it
1: just, just amazes me and,
0: and then who put, who designed that who put that all together to make it sound I, so good
1: no idea. Yeah. I couldn't tell you that. Wow. Led Zeppelin are just I've grew I grew up on Led Zeppelin. My dad when I was about, you know, when I was a toddler, he put in uh the Song Remains the Same on the DVD player yeah. and he's like, you know, here you go. Here you go guys. And we me and my siblings would watch that over and over and over. And just it's just amazing.
0: Way to go mom and dad. Good musical oh, I know, education. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh dig it and you know as as my mom did too you know she took me to the 60s and 70s you know and Mm -hmm. and i grew up in the 80s and i'm teaching my my daughter uh how -hmm. to how to have a respect for that kind of music and then she can listen to whatever she wants as well and and mix the mix them all together it all Mm -hmm. gets jumbled up into her her own creativity Mm -hmm. as as i'm guessing that it does in in your creativity Mm -hmm.
1: what i what i do is i've i listen to whatever i like And if there's anybody listening after this is put out, listen to what you want to listen to. Don't let anybody, you know, tell you, Oh, that's blah, blah, blah. Like I am a huge, huge fan of Bob Dylan. I love his music, his poetry and all that. It's just, it just, I don't know what, I don't know what it is about it. I just love it.
0: I'm looking at your Facebook uh, picture right now. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh yeah. I I try to put Bob Dylan on everything. He's just a cool dude. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I, nobody in my family likes Bob Dylan. I'm pretty sure the rest of the members of Bad Habit don't. I know Zach listens to a few songs like "Tambourine Man" and Blowing in the Wind."
0: Yeah, but I mean, that, blowing in the Wind" is one of my karaoke songs, man. That's my go-to. Oh yeah, I love it. And uh, I heard it on
1: a beer commercial during like Super Bowl season, and, and I lost. And lay, I was like, lay lady win. lay,
0: and lay lady Lady. Oh, yeah.
1: oh, I love that song.
0: Yeah. Oh, come on, Dylan. Uh-huh. I know you know, and and he does. He is controversial because he mm-hmm. it seems like he was kind of ripping off other uh folk music of the time but then so was everyone mm-hmm. elvis oh did. yeah Come well on, everyone huh? has to
1: get their start somewhere yeah like arrows yeah. Aeros- uh, not Aerosmith. guns and roses were um accused of copying off aerosmith right for a while and you know led zeppelin they were accused of ripping off uh, other lesser known artists, and the Beatles were accused of ripping off Chuck Berry and stuff like that. It's yeah. like, well, you gotta get to start somewhere. Yeah,
0: there's only so I know- many notes, man, and, and they, mm-hmm. they, they, they can only go together so many ways. So, yeah, some things are gonna sound similar. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's not that you're actually ripping them off. Yeah, you were mm-hmm. influenced by them. You you know them. You, you love those people. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they're gonna shine through when you're writing a song. You're playing a song.
1: Um... I know in his uh, Bob Dylan's first album, it was about 12 covers and then two of his original songs. Ah. And the next album, he did all originals. And I know that was a little like, eh, you're just, you know, blah, 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 (laughs) blah. Just people giving him crap. I love Bob Dylan because he does whatever he wants. He doesn't care. (laughs) Like when he went electric on Highway 61. Yeah. It's... And then, you know, a few albums later, he, you know, goes back acoustic. And then in the 80s, he, he goes religious. He does, he does whatever he wants. That's right. And it, I think it's fantastic.
0: That's right. Haters have been around for centuries, man. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. You're doing just fine. Just do what mm-hmm. you want to do. Some if You know, and that's what I do with Radio What. People ask me, hey, what music do you play on there? I, I play whatever I like. Mm-hmm. If I like it, maybe somebody else is going to like it. If you don't, hey, don't listen to that station. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, if you're playing stuff that you like, somebody's going to like it, too. People are mm-hmm. people, man. And, and like I, and like we've already established, people are more the same than, than you might think. So, yep. you know, th- you get polarized and no, just every, mm-hmm. if, if everybody get, just got together and had a conversation somewhat like we're having, Mr. Caleb Hetley, mm-hmm. <laughs> the world would be a much better place, wouldn't it? It would. All right.
1: Like, ah, uh, yeah. Like you know, I'll go from listening to Chicago to Bob Dylan and then to Rush, then maybe to um Chuck Berry, then all the way to the Greta van Fleet, just all over the place, and then sometimes I'll get some rap in there, you know, I like Kendrick Lamar.
0: <laughs> you know i'm I'll playing music at, at at you know at these parties uh, doing the dj thing and and they'll uh now they've they've gotten accustomed to it they hey, what's the theme mm-hmm. tonight And I'll go uh well you you graduate. Oh, 1977? Yeah, that's the theme tonight. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you know, and and so I'll come up with blues, and they're like, "Hey, can you play a line dance?" No, no, I really, no. I really don't want to. But I, I will if you ask me again. So you no, know. <laughs> but if I can get away without doing it, oh, that'd be great. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and being a party band, a cover band, you're going to be working, man. You're going to be oh, working yeah. hard. You know, and and then when you start writing songs, ah. Oh, that's the next level. That's oh, I can't
1: wait. Yeah, I've been pushing for the band to be uh, to write songs. So just you know, yeah. If you have ideas, throw them out there, even if they're a little us, because that's what I do. Is I don't. I'm not a fan of the Garage Band app. It's just I can't use it. I'm an old man when it comes to it. <laughs> but um, so what I do is if I have a cool lick or something, I'll record it. Record me playing, and then I hope I come back to it.
0: Right, and Jack like, already I figured it out when he <laughs> went to L.A. Uh, oh yeah, he, he had like a 15 second rip and they turned it into a whole song
1: oh i know right it's insane yeah. like oh that so you were speaking saying? of that yesterday i came up with this rip, and i handed it to jack and yeah. i'm like hey can you i'm struggling with this a bit can you help me write a um a chorus for it sure like a chorus progression and uh, he's like sure just give me some time and so today we uh, had a call and um he gave me this um this chorus progression i'm like and this is awesome
0: yeah. built
1: off that one riff and it's like whew, this is going to turn into something and i'm hoping it does if it is it sounds like we're going to play it live because the music's coming along awesome and it just it's bad habit as a band is coming you know is finally becoming like as one
0: yes. as a whole yes and um you think it's a good line the lineup. music's
1: oh yeah i think it's fantastic everyone on their instrument is just top notch Sam in the back. I, he he's gonna hate me for this, but he's he's a Ringo style player. He's just he plays. <laughs> he just he he just plays. You know what straightforward beats and you know adds fills in every once in a while. But I mean he's he's so good and he can switch it. He can switch it up. I know he can.
0: Yeah, but Ringo he, um, Ringo sang. Mm-hmm. Come on, oh, Sam, sing a song.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We almost almost got him to one time, but he was like, no, nah, he backed out. <laughs> the day he does will be. Will be the
0: day. I could feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, I'll Hint, try to push that one wink. just for
1: you. <laughs> I'll bring that to next practice.
0: No, but it it seems uh, well with that's that little riff you you bringing it to Jack that he's mm-hmm. learned some things in L.A. And he, mm-hmm. he learned how to how to pull things out and, and what he was saying that he he learned a little bit about the business and and how to uh, develop music into something and mm-hmm. man that the four of you oh just together oh yeah.
1: And Zach, Zach's just, he's so good. He's, he's able to, if he has an idea, he's able to make it into a song right then and there. Like music, lyrics, and all that.
0: Yeah, he's it's a just, songwriter he's, himself. I mean, mm-hmm. I know he and, has he has other interest in, in solo, but just oh, yeah. being part of the band, he, he has to know. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, even Aerosmith, uh, you know, did solo stuff, and, and mm-hmm. Queen, and and shoot, you know, the other bands have done it. The, yeah. And, and the Rolling Stones, for that matter, have. Yeah, they, yeah they I have, think there's
1: nothing wrong with it.
0: There is nothing it's, wrong with solo stuff. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, John Fogarty, he got sued in the 80s for sounding oh, too yeah. much like Credence. What? Yeah. What? Uh, I've heard about that. <laughs> yeah. The craziest thing. Of course, man. <laughs> I'm the front man. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: Um, I think if you, you can have a band and then also the people in that band can release solo projects because yeah, they could be you know a band has a sound like even Queen who do so many different things have a sound to them yes so you can't have like for instance bad habits kind of fusing into this like bluesy hard rock band yeah and um, Zach is really into punk and all that so yeah. and you know he'll record punk songs and we've told him like it's not really it wouldn't really fit well into the uh, bad habit you know if we were to make an album it wouldn't fit well into the track list right i mean it'd be diverse definitely but it would kind of throw the flow off the album so we're like you are completely fine going out and you know releasing we will help you yeah to release it as a solo thing like i've openly come out and said hey i'll create some bass lines for you for your solo music if you want all
0: the beatles it's, have pretty, pretty good solo careers too oh definitely you know so yeah and yeah. it all sounded so different from the beatles oh for like, sure <laughs> for sure Mm -hmm. oh oh, oh, man thank you so much caleb hadley for (laughs) no problem for coming on and talking to me man we've talked about a lot of stuff oh yeah we've gone pretty long here so Mm -hmm. Uh, what do you have going on tomorrow
1: tomorrow um it's my six month anniversary with my girlfriend
0: what What? oh yeah oh what do you got planned
1: oh um, wait you
0: probably shouldn't yeah
1: it. i would say i'm gonna but, post
0: this up probably in the next hour so
1: <laughs> i would say but if she listens to it i don't want it to be spoiled oh she's a nice. she's i don't want to go too much into her you know personal stuff but no that's fine know, she's uh so the 18th was her graduation the 20th was her birthday and the 23rd which is tomorrow is going to be our anniversary so i've got a bunch of stuff lined up but wait, um, wait she know, graduated
0: already Mm-hmm.
1: she's a she was a senior she's yeah. right ahead
0: of me you going to the older woman there
1: oh mm-hmm. uh, sh- no. i shall not say noise nice. <laughs> no but she's she just caught my eye oh that just so happens she's a senior that's which i mean like score man. i could be like tell all my <laughs> other friends you know oh, i'm dating a
0: senior i'm dating it. No. <laughs> no,
1: it's nice no, it's nice I, to
0: have somebody love is a wonderful thing
1: man yeah it is it's really nice and you know
0: i'm really happy i have her well, cool, man. Happy happy six months tomorrow. I shall. <sighs> Anything uh, coming up for Caleb Hatley in the near um, future?
1: Other than just more work with bad habit and just trying to master my instruments, nothing much.
0: More bad habit, man. Mm-hmm. Caleb Hatley, you think we've covered what, it?
1: I think we've covered it.
0: Oh, man. That, that's just a little taste of Caleb Hatley. I know you just got, a bit. You I could go on for ideas. hours. Oh, for sure. For uh, sure. <laughs> man, I could too. Yeah, but I, I, I know some, at some point we got to stop, man, but, uh, maybe uh, perhaps down the line, I'll, I'll get the four of you together in a room and we'll just, uh, we'll do this all face to face, which oh, is yeah. always better. It's always mm-hmm. better than on the phone. Uh, yeah. I'll come to wherever you guys are, man. And, uh, what's the next That'd show, be sweet. The, the next show you got?
1: Next show is in Russellville on the 29th. It's, the I'm not bank. sure the gig, which at is so it's so not good.
0: No. At the Old Bank.
1: Thank yeah. you yeah. That you know that. But um, the big major one, which is in our – the reason I can't really remember that is we're, we're from Little Rock. Little Rock's Bad Habits sponsor. Follow us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I'm not really too familiar with Russellville, but we're going up there for the first time on the 29th. If you're there, you should check us out. Um, June 1st, we're at Stickies. Yeah. That's the show I've been hyping up to everyone around.
0: That's the big and in- you know,
1: that's the
0: big one. No, but you're gonna like the old bank. Uh, the only downside is you gotta huff your stuff upstairs. But once you get up mm-hmm. there, oh, it's a nice. Oh, it's nice upstairs. Place. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. That's go. gonna be sweet. Yeah, uh, you'll be upstairs, but the most of the patrons will be downstairs. So you'll be playing down to them. Now it, it was an old bank, so you'll see there's like a uh, a, a a vault still there. Mm-hmm. So uh, and it's good food. Far you know, that's, far as I know, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Cab over Pete plays over there, and they were at that Strawberry Festival that you were oh, at, were they? and unfortunately, I think it got rained out before they played. Oh, that's terrible! I was talking to Jason Lancaster, their guitarist, today about it, and he says, "Yeah, yeah, it got rained out before we got a chance to play." So I was like, "Oh, that's not,
1: Like that yeah, happens, to
0: everyone. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and I know you have an acoustic uh, backup plan. That's mm-hmm. well, what's your acoustic backup uh, for the bass?
1: Um. Luckily, it's not much different from acoustic bass to bass, so I, I usually just stick to bass, mainly because I don't have an acoustic bass.
0: Yeah, but, okay. But
1: you know, it's not much different.
0: Now I'm going to put, put – yeah, you need to bring a stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eventually, I, I eventually it will happen. It'll. I have,
1: uh, it will, it will. When you make Anybody your first listening, million. It'll <laughs> oh, yes, if it, it will
0: happen. Oh, yes, it will be mine.
1: It will. <laughs> that will be the day. That will be so awesome.
0: All right. Caleb Hadley, and uh, I'll definitely put all your social media on – on uh, the show notes and I'll have this you, thing up you. there, man. Thank you so much for chatting so, with me. Caleb. Thank Hatley you. On the and what if we no- can do it, yeah. we can do another one
1: anytime. That'd be great. Oh, I really enjoyed
0: super. this. Now we'll go down the line for sure. Uh, All right. Chit chatting with Caleb Hatley of the, <laughs> of the bad habit band, little rocks, bad habit. Any other places to find you on social media?
1: Um, I'm mostly on Instagram, just one, three, five, seven. Caleb. Okay. <laughs> it's a play it's a play on it's a play on some other usernames
0: man (laughs) i joke around a lot (laughs) sounds mathematical (laughs) to me thank you so much caleb hatley thank you oh man party people how about that how about that well-spoken young man 17 years old what he was speaking like he's 30 come on man The kid's got brains, and he's got skills on the guitar and the bass, and he wears some cool sunglasses. Caleb Hatley, get to know him. Get to know all the boys of Bad Habit at BadHabitRocks.com. Yeah, I've collected the whole set of action figures, Bad Habit action figures. I love it. Thank you so much for listening to the program, What Makes You Famous. That's it for this episode. Yeah. If you want to tell your story, give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radio what.com This is Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey, guys. This is
1: Shelly G with a fast fact. On average... A movie makes about five times more from its DVD sales than ticket takings. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, Radio RadioWhat.com. Hey guys, this is Shelly G. She said, what? Well, you are going to have to listen to the countdown to hear what I say. And make sure to keep listening to Radio What for more information and trivia. She said, what?